Democrat, Republican, no matter what party is in control of the Congress, uh, whether the House of Representatives or the Senate, no matter what party is in charge as far as at the top spot in Washington, I can still lay up treasures in heaven. And I still need to lay up treasures in heaven. Jesus Christ taking all the bur- our burdens on himself, right. you know, dying on the cross. And some of the things that we go through and are upsetting in life and you feel maybe alone, right? but you're not alone. I mean, Jesus Christ bore everything. He knows exactly how you feel, exactly what you're going through, and he wants to help. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church. And this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about is life goes on after presidential elections. You're saying, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I, listen, I, I've been through in my life, I've been through uh, Republican presidents and Democratic presidents. And our, it wasn't like, oh, hey, if a Republican's in office, we have a roof over our head. And if a Democrat's in office, we don't. We've been... No. Yeah, you get through it. You we go through it. No matter whatever. who's there, we all survive it. We all survive. And it's yep. not my job to be worried about that. I mean, my job is to share the gospel. My job is to uh, be taking my needs to God. My my job is to continue doing the right thing no matter what. Uh, Jesus Christ said, lay up treasures in heaven. I mean, this is my job. And one thing that I noticed that was just always disheartening to me over the last four years, for those who couldn't stand Donald Trump, I saw constant negativity on Facebook. Just four years of it. Four years of ugliness, uh, four years of complaining, four years of saying rude things, uh, four years of ripping on anybody who didn't see it like they did. After a while, it it just gets tiring, and I've really committed myself. That's not going to be me. No, I... I am going to enjoy my life no matter who the president is. I'm going to do my job no matter who the president is because my this does not affect my life here in the trenches. Right. As a, there are people yeah. with needs who need help. Uh, we have a Celebrate Recovery ministry. It doesn't matter who the president of the United States is. There's going to be struggles with addiction. There's going to mm-hmm. be struggles with people yeah. having heartache, the hurts, the habits, the hangups of life. And we provide that. Uh, we have a food pantry. Uh, that food pantry has been going on, uh, whether it was a Democrat in office or a Republican in office. We have a food pantry because there are people that have needs. Those are the kind of things like I want to focus on. Uh, being there in the community, being yeah. there for people. I'm not going to worry, and my focus is not going to be who's in Washington. Washington, D.C. is a long way away from my life. Uh, there are a bunch of bickering children. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I can't stand politics. I, I haven't been able to stand it for years. I can't stand the way they don't just get together and do what's best for yeah. the American people. And I I just, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. That That is not where I want to spend the next four years of my life. No, and I th- honestly think that negativity and the focus on the negativity, no matter what end of the spectrum you're on, it it makes you negative and nasty and right. no one likes to be around a negative, nasty person. People We're, like to be around positive people that are encouragers and uplifters, not people that drag you down. Right. And I get tired of being judged. You know, oh, I get yeah. tired of being, 
oh, if you vote it like this, then you're stupid. Kind of, they don't come out and say it that way, but they might as well say it. And uh, or you're a this, you're a that, and and you hear it, and you know who you are, and you realize how how ridiculous it sounds. I call them the Facebook scolders. Yeah, Facebook's <laughs> shaking their Facebook's, finger at you. It's exactly. All the time, it's like. So here's what uh, I want to do. I share the gospel. Romans 1.16. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and to, then to the Gentile. They're living in the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. That emperor, they, those guys did some crazy stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. They had place. a very pagan world in which the gospel was entering. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't even talk about a postmodern world. I mean, they weren't even there. I mean, Christianity was not a dominant way for people to think no, they new. went grassroots and just talked about the greatest power there is for changing lives and that is that jesus christ has died on the cross for our sins mm-hmm. and anyone can have a new life he said i'm not ashamed of it because it is the power of god that brings salvation right. to every single person who believes every person who believes in jesus christ can have a changed life can have their sins forgiven can have a home in heaven that's powerful. It is powerful. Right. The same power, you know, back then that Paul's talking about is the same power that is in us today through Christ. Right. Which is awesome. Right, it is. And so, again, this message has been being shared century after century after mm-hmm. century. It was being shared before there was the United States. If the United States of America ceased to exist, this message would still be proclaimed. Yes. Because it's the power of God for the salvation to everyone who believes. And that means when I think about salvation, I think of of people overcoming anxiety, any darkness, guilt or shame that's been part of your life, the things in the past that you don't think that you can overcome, that God can help you overcome. This is the beauty of it. There are people that have grown up in the most atrocious situations uh, they've come through hard times. They've come through parents who didn't watch out for them and parents who didn't care about them. And they, they came and they found Jesus Christ and they found somebody who cared about them and who helped them to change their life and gave their lives meaning and value. And that's that to me is where I want to spend my time is how do I get that message to people, this great news about Jesus Christ right. who loves them so much. Yeah, it's the most important thing that we can ever share Right. with those around us. And, you know, I think, of course, I, I look at the things going around in the world today and just so many things. And I do believe that, you know, we are we are getting closer and closer to the return of Christ. Right. I mean, I believe it with all my heart. I want every person to, you know, have that salvation that God offers and to just realize that how much God loves them, that Jesus Christ wants to save us, from our sin, save us from the, the cares and the hangups of life, God, and give us that eternal life in heaven. Yeah, I came to, Jesus Christ said this, I came to give life and give it to the full. Right. And I think, you know, having a fulfilling life and abundant life is something that people do want. I mean, they do want yeah, to experience sure. that. And I, I think there is that satisfaction that we're never going to have apart from a repaired relationship with God because yeah. we're designed to be in a relationship with God in the first place. Yeah. We're not, this is completely independent of who is the president of the United States. It <laughs> yeah. just doesn't, doesn't it's, it's completely irrelevant. Someday we're going to die and we're going to leave this earth anyway. And what's going to matter is, well, where do I stand before God? Have my sins yep. been forgiven? Have I come to Christ? I mean, that that's the kind of stuff. The eternal destiny of the soul is a way more important issue than politics. I think too, uh, we take our needs to God in Hebrews 4, 
14 through 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never prayed to one of the presidents of the United States. No. <laughs> I did shake one's hand one time. One time, yeah. One time I did shake the hand of a president, and that was pretty cool, actually. But I was I was real excited. I didn't want to wash that hand for a while, I don't think. But, you know, it was, it was something. I mean, to meet, like, one of the most powerful people on the planet, you know, was really awesome. But I didn't say, hey, you know, aside from this handshake, I really want to pray to you right now. No Because way, here's a yeah. fact. The president needs prayer. We don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't pray to the president. The presidents actually need us to be praying for them. And so I, it doesn't matter. I love this verse. I'm going to keep coming to God no matter who the president of the United States is. And I have that right to come to God because of what Jesus Christ has done for me. Yeah, and I love that God wants us to come to him. He wants us to bring the cares to him, the concerns that we have. He wants us to bring it all to him because he wants to help us. Right. And Jesus Christ is our high priest. So he's the one, the mediator between God and man. So in other words, that means he's the bridge across if you want to talk to God. Mm -hmm. And it says that he empathizes with our weaknesses because he was here on earth. Uh, he, wa he walked down in the trenches. We don't want to forget that. Right. I mean, Jesus Christ's dad was a carpenter. I'm sure they saw hard days. They may have seen days where they had financial struggle. Um, he, had, he had his um, siblings. He had uh, work to do and things to accomplish. He had parents telling him what to do. All these things, you know, I think that he went through. I mean, he went through rejection. He went through times where he was hungry. He went through mm -hmm. times he was tired. And it says that we can approach, because of him, we can approach God's throne with grace to find confidence, or really with throne of grace with confidence so we can come to him. And God's throne is called a throne of grace. It's a throne of hey, even if I don't deserve it. Yeah. It's a throne of, I can come to him. And it says there that I will receive mercy and find grace to help me in my time of need. And I love that. Yeah, it's cool because he knows what we're going through. He, like I says, he empathizes. He, he feels what we feel. And one thing I love too, you know, just Jesus Christ taking all the bur our burdens on himself, right. even, you know, dying on the cross. And some of the things that we go through and are upsetting in life and you feel maybe alone, right? but you're not alone. I mean, Jesus Christ bore everything. He knows exactly how you feel, exactly what you're going through, and he wants to help. Right. I, and I love that. And so when I look at it, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That's awesome. where my help yeah. comes from. It doesn't, it doesn't come. I'm not somebody who's like, oh my goodness. You know, like when we went to build this church, uh, our campaign was called Forward in Faith. And we went and we relied on God to provide the means necessary to put this building up here right. where we can continue ministering to other people because we had a little white church and then we were in a building we didn't even own and and I finally we were able to do this. But that was all trusting God. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the government that didn't build this. The yeah. government didn't help us do this. The government isn't running our food pantry. The government's not running our Celebrate Recovery or our Wednesday night uh, children's ministries or any of the Bible studies and things that do or these podcasts. These are completely independent of that. And that's where my focus of my life is lived out. And so again, mm -hmm. I don't want to get caught up to, you know, I know a lot of people are disappointed with the results of the election. I don't also want to get caught up in that because like, well, look, 
you know, we turn these things over to God. We get out, we put our vote. What happens after that? It happens. Yep. God puts the people in power that God right. wants in power. No, I want a fair vote. I would like, oh, yeah. you know, if you want to know it's fair. Yeah. If for there sure. was something there, there was nonsense and a bunch of malarkey, like when you hear of dead people voting, that's a fact. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's they not say it is for sure. Guessing or, or you hear other things that are happening that are questionable. Yeah, I think for the sake of future elections, I don't care if it takes them a year or two years to sort through it. You know, I, I think that some of that stuff should be sorted through so that we know that we can rely it, yeah. on the election results. But we got to keep doing the right thing too. And it says in First Peter 3.13, who is going to harm you if you're, if you're eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for doing what is right, you're blessed. Mm-hmm. Don't fear their threats. Don't be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Who's the Lord? Christ, Christ. not the president, right? Yeah. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a conscience clear so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ might be ashamed of their slander. For it is better if it is God's will for you to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He's put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. And by the way, verse 18 is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, because it says that Christ suffered for me. And mm-hmm. and he did this. He was the righteous. He died for me, the unrighteous. And he did it to bring me to God. And it's always been such a clear concept verse of, okay, Jesus Christ died to bring me to God. But he mm-hmm. says, if I'm going to suffer, that's okay but I should make sure that I'm doing the right thing. And if, I, right. if you suffer for doing the right thing, then so be it. You keep doing the right thing because you're going to have a clear conscience, right? Mm-hmm. And that we should give, we should talk to people when they come to us. We're not cramming anything down anyone's right. throat, but if they come and ask, hey, why, is, why are you so peaceful? Why are you so joyful? Why are you so uh, positive about things? Then we can give them the hope and we talk with respect. Right, which I think is huge because right. you see so much, you know, from Christians, on where I see it mostly is on Facebook that I feel is nasty, right. you know, in a way that you're talking to people. And, and I just think Jesus Christ is up there wanting to say, that's not me. Right. That is not, that does not represent me and right. how I am. And, you know, if you want to win people to Christ, you're not going to win them by beating them over the head with your opinion. You're going to win them to Christ by sharing the love of Christ. And maybe before we answer, I know one of the things that's hard for me is when somebody puts a comment up, sometimes I really agree with the comment. Sometimes I disagree. Uh, sometimes I want to combat, like I read this comment and they were saying, I'm watching people die every day because of COVID. And, and I was wondering like, where are you living? Because there hadn't been a death in our County for two months. So I was like, where, where are you watching this happen every day? Right. Because it is so like over the top fearful where we have a lot of COVID cases uh, in our, I would say community right now and and in Mm -hmm. our friend groups and whatnot is pretty uh, unbelievable. But uh, these are not things, again, you know, that's not the kind of stuff that we're going to focus on because God's bringing these people through. Right. But when I'm tempted, when I'm tempted to make a comment about it, when I see something's in error, I need to come back to, okay, number one, what he says, gentleness and respect and mm-hmm. anything that I say. And am I giving, is this an answer to give a reason for the hope that is is within me? Is this something that's really promoting the kingdom of God? Right. Or is this an argument about facts that I really don't need to involve myself in? Yeah, it doesn't matter in the scope of life. Because most times, I think people get in these bickering arguments about things. And what does it matter? You're not changing right. anyone's opinion. They're not changing your opinion. And then they just end up all hating each other, you know, because they're friends. It's hard. Yeah, it's not it's that crazy. I'm a very logical thinker and Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't want to apply the logic to certain situations or if I see something that's really being 
warped. I mean, just oh, yeah. kind of facts that are really being warped to kind of push a certain agenda. I don't like it, and I don't like people trying to cram things down my friend's throats or my throat. But again, I try to be extremely choosy on what I comment on. Right. Because am I doing what it's saying here? Do what's right. Revere Christ as Lord. That's what I need to be focused on. Mm -hmm. Give an answer to everyone who asks you for your hope. Do it with respect. Do it with gentleness. I really don't think the Bible envisioned us sitting around arguing and arguing and arguing with our society about things we just don't need to be arguing about. Right. I think the Bible envisioned us making the most of the opportunity. The Bible envisions us loving people, uh, helping people, and uh, just focusing on doing the right thing. And then put stock in heaven too, because it says in Philippians 3.20, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, We'll transform our lowly body so that they will be like his glorious body. And let's talk about the day Christ comes back. And just a great reminder to us, my citizenship is not just in the United right. States. It's not just on this earth. I own a home and I love my home and I love our property, but that's not ultimately where I'm going to wind up. Right. I won't even be buried there. Right. Someday all my stuff will be sold and someone else will move and they'll decorate it in probably some hideous way. I don't even want to think about <sighs> it. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Um, and, and that's going to happen, but that's okay because my citizenship is in heaven and I eagerly await a savior from there. Mm -hmm. My hope is not in politics, right? My hope is in Can't Jesus, yep. right? Yep. And I love that it says everything is, will be brought under his control. Right. We worry about these things, but God is in control and whatever is going to happen is going to happen. You do your best. And you participate where you can, but right. ultimately we have no control over what happens around us. All we have control over is our behavior right. and how we respond. And I would rather be remembered as someone that's kind, not the one that was always bickering on Facebook. And trust me, I got a zillion opinions. Bill knows. Right. Yes. <laughs> I don't air them on Facebook and I don't argue with people. If somebody puts something on Facebook, I don't agree with, I just keep on scrolling Right. because they're entitled to their opinion. Like I'm entitled to my opinion and I'm not going to fight with you. What's the point? I would rather be your friend and win you to Christ than win you to my view on whatever issue it is that's being discussed. No, I agree 100%. And it says in Matthew 6, 19, Jesus said this, don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin don't destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So it really doesn't, a lot of the stuff that we worry about and what the laws are and what's going to change, mm -hmm. nothing stops me from laying up treasures in heaven. Right. But me, yeah. I'm the only one who can stop me from laying up treasures in mm -hmm. heaven. Democrat, Republican, no matter what party is in control of the Congress, uh, whether the House of Representatives or the Senate, no matter what party is in charge as far as at the top spot in Washington, 
I can still lay up treasures in heaven. Yeah. And I still need mm-hmm. to lay up treasures in heaven. So that's where I appreciate Jesus Christ. Like, hey, man, let's store up your treasures in heaven, man. Don't be worried about all the stuff's going on here. I think, too, we can't get so distracted by the stuff going on around here that we forget about what's really important, that we forget about the eternal things, that we forget about the things of the Lord. Right. Because that's what's ultimately, I mean, that is what really matters in right. life is, you know, what am I doing for God? Pray and let God take care of everything else. And I'm not saying that you can't stand up for what's right. I mean, I definitely am pro-life. I'm going to stand up for that, you know, no matter what. But I can't spend my whole life worrying about everyone that disagrees with me. But I think being, having a prophetic voice uh, via via Facebook or wherever, and I'm not saying uh, foretelling the future. I'm saying a prophetic voice as far as standing on truth. Children have a right to be yep. born. Uh, there's a right to life. I don't look at that as a political issue. I look at that as either. a moral issue. And there, there's a world of difference. Yep. Uh, when it comes to uh, doing the right thing, when it comes to two genders, when it comes to a lot of other things, yeah, I mean, we might be vocalizing. I know our world likes to turn all these things into politics. Some of these things aren't, they're not, they never were intended to be political. They shouldn't be political. Right. They're just, they're social issues, they're moral issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a right to address those things. Absolutely. But I think that's a far more important thing when you're standing on the basis of God's word than on the basis of a political party. When in fact, pr- there's probably no party that is exempt from corruption. No, not at all. Right. And this, these are not, this is not going to get a person into heaven. No. Who's going to get a person into heaven is Jesus Christ. Yep died on the cross, who loves us very much. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I really want to figure it out, you know, whether it's through these podcasts or other ways, you know, how do we get this message out there? You know, this message of hope, mm-hmm. this message of Christ, this message is really going to bring comfort and peace and help to people. That's really what we want to do. But we hope this has been helpful to you anyway, as we've gone through a lot of things. I'm talking about politics and another show prior, uh, talking about COVID and praying about these uh, various things. But these are relevant topics uh, to what mm-hmm. we're going through today. And I appreciate Jerry coming in and uh, spending some time with us, spending time, some time with those people who are listening. Yep. Glad to be here. Yep. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> go get your rest. Go keep getting better. You're doing good, but obviously, you know what I mean? We still got to keep recovering. On, on the recovery. We're on the recovery. Yep. But anyway, take care and God bless.